Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
asking me why did I even think that men should step up to the plate? Why should men be gentlemen? And I was talking to her about how I was raised. My mother's mother's personal library had over a thousand books and her bedroom closet was cluttered with guns. And she helped raise her first grandson with a switch and a message. Her patience was not to be tested. A nurse who taught two languages and expected her progeny to excel. Quick to tell you tough titty, raised four children by moving back and forth between southern and northern cities, told my mother no way. Yeah, you and that baby can move in, but ain't no grown man moving into my house on no day. No pity. The bosom was warm, but the gangster was gritty. Pretty girl, piano player, singer, matriarch, cared for her parents for years while secretly dying of cancer, but still never let anything tear her family apart. My grandmother, Eula English, was my heart. My, my mother's mother's mother was a school teacher. A black woman with a college degree in the 1930s and 40s, long before these underachievers came up with excuses, would do whatever she had to do to make sure her descendants didn't end up shiftless and useless, use candy to motivate the children in the neighborhood to study the Bible because she believed that that was where the truth is. Ruthless when disrespected, connected nouns and verbs to put your self-concept in check, to be expected to rip your ego apart. Named after a city in Texas, my great-grandmother, Galveston McNeil, was my heart. My, my mother's 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 mother was a rider, type to show up inside her son-in-law's living room and just take over and tell him, look, I'm like a general and I raised my daughter to only roll with soldiers. Born in 1882, transcended three years before my start, famous for lighting cigarettes and putting men in their places. My great-great-grandmother, Sarah Gist, was my heart. My father's mother was a social worker, a black woman with a college degree in the 1950s who bought a house for her siblings and her parents and raised her children to either get educated or get busy. Told her husband, look, if I'm going on a vacation, you could best believe my grandson is always coming with me. Comprehended. Told my mother, if anybody steps to my grandchild and gets knocked out, never punish him if he gets suspended. Just ask him how it start. My paternal grandmother, Flora A.C., was my heart. And my mother is a black nationalist with a master's degree in mathematics who's been programming computers since before they had keyboards. I'm talking punch cards and didn't care about my rough housing in the street, but if I ever disrespected her, I got punched hard. And then, and then hit with switches till I blacked out like them computer glitches. And if I came home with bees, she would make me study more to ensure I get the picture. Like tons of megapixels, she developed me to be sharp. Still my favorite person in the world, my mother, Jacqueline AC, is my heart. I'm a father to my son, and I've been one since the beginning. But every advantage I've ever given him has been the product of five women. All right. Welcome, all. This is Topic Tuesdays with Miss B. is going to be talking about Internet poets. Um, once again, this is definitely part two. Uh, the first show, if you missed it, catch the archive. We dug deep. And I really want to focus on the cause of it and try to get, hopefully try to get some poets that actually is in the business of just posting online. So um, that's the gist of it. I'm going to be bringing my guest on the line. I can't follow you guys in chatting and run the show right now, so hang on. <laughs> Give me one moment here. We have DJ DZD. And we have <laughs> the Dark Knight. That'd be me. All right. And that zero 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 area code. Hi, 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 hi. I'm not sure about that one. Let me bring this person. Let me see if this is Teddy J. 
How y'all feeling tonight? Don't blame it on the sunshine. <laughs> Don't blame it on the moonlight. Oh, shit. My bad, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, I had my headphones on. I was just getting Oh, my goodness. You don't get nothing that say, huh? You, you know what I'm saying? My bad. I, my bad. I had to let it go, you know what I'm saying? Get to my favorite party, and I turned it down and shit. So, all right, what's, what's good? What's up? Um, yeah, again, that was uh, DJ DZD. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to give you the, the, the welcome in, but, you know. Oh, you know, I apologize. I was, you know, I had the, I had the iPod on, and then I, you know, I was, you know, doing a couple of push-ups and moonwalk at the same time. I was getting, you know, oh getting my it in. goodness! I was getting <laughs> it in. I was getting it in. Woo! You know, I didn't get to see the memorial, what have you, but um, I saw clipping. The memorial was well deserved, and I it made up for all the crap that I've seen, like, the past week and a half. It made me feel much better because, of course, I had a real issue with BET um, and what they were doing. I was just like, some crap. This was just really nice from, you know, I'm not even a fan of Al Sharpton, but he said something that I had to write down on a piece of paper. I, everybody just jumped up when he said it because it was just so powerful. And, like, I mean, he did. He was an excellent speaker. Everybody was just speaking. And it was just great, you know, and at the end, you know, was icing on the cake is when um, Paris, which is his daughter, um, said Oh, yeah, that, that did it for me. And I, I just sat there, you know, I was told, you know, it got me in the beginning one day, you know what I'm saying, because I've been up since like 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, but what it got me, you know, they started playing church music, you know, the soon and very soon, you know, and they brought in the, the, the casket, and I was just like, oh, I fell out on the floor. I was like, oh, let me get it together. And then it was real cool. It was a a, a nice celebration, and um, I think it was a way to go way to go out. And I was happy that they did it. Um, so, um, like I said, now welcome to the aftermath because it's getting ready to be a lot of hell going on between that family and a lot of other people. So um, I'm just happy that it ended on a, a good note as far as his his memorial service. It was really good, despite the comments, negative comments that CNN was making. I just wanted to call and smack a couple of people, but other than that, it was cool. Hmm. Steady J, if you want to line, speak up. What's up? Uh, I was so happy that was you. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I ain't never heard uh, of area code starting with zeros now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because I'm calling for 2300 Jackson Street. I know that's right. <laughs> ain't nobody catching one of that, obviously. No, I was getting ready to oh, say that. My. Home, 2,300. <laughs> always admire about him. He wasn't the one that, you know, was not going to let someone tell him who he had to be. Mike was Mike. <laughs> and he was going to be him. He has definitely left the legacy. Yes, he did. Yeah. So big up to Mike. And um, all that <laughs> talk about him. I don't even want to hear because up in my show, it's all love for Mike. Stop that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? crazy. Okay. There's this guy, this guy who's on BTR. He has a, this guy started using BTR. His name is Michael Jackson's Ghost. I already saw that, and I was not going to mention that, Freddie, but I saw that already. I mean, God. And I was like, of... what the heck? And it just said, thought... he was doing that all in the chat room. This is going to be an Elvis thing, okay? Believe yeah. that. Mike ain't dead. They're going to start getting in denial. So, it's coming. <laughs> Someone already put out that he, they saw him in England. All crazy type of stuff. Okay, see you see them in England, alright, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, you know. Whatever. You know, it is like I said, you know, it was a good service and uh you know, Usher had me crying at the I just said, Usher, oh my god, I can't take it. You know, I, my chest was hurting a lot. because uh, 'cause I'm not you know, I don't I don't really cry like that, you know what I'm saying? And so I was just sitting there like, dang, it's like about twelve thirty, it's kinda early to start drinking. Um, oh my goodness! That's how I was feeling, though. That's how I was feeling. Like seriously, I was like, "Oh my God, this is." I don't want to. Oh God. Okay, I can't. Okay, all right. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Well, but I'm doing it right now, though. Don't don't you yeah. did do that? Okay. You know what I'm I, I wait though. I, I I said I wasn't. I was in here drinking on um some Dasani. You know what I'm saying? Ice cold Dasani and uh some ho ho. old H two O. <laughs> and I couldn't take it. I was just like, Fox Father, H two A. Yeah, you know, I, I just couldn't. I, oh, it was just so moving, so touching, and people were just so respectful. You know, what I'm saying this is the first. I'm glad ain't nobody show they butt. I'm so glad that did go okay, because I was not aware the body was gonna be there as well. So that was really a big thing. Well, and, CNN uh, was like irritating me because I was online as well as on the um, watching TV and. Uh, they kept, like, asking, where's Latoya and Janet? And I'm like, I said, well, who gives a, f- oh, excuse me, who cares for Latoya and Janet? If, like, is that your whole concentration is on where are the two sisters? When you can clearly see where they were. Like, I clearly saw them, you know what I'm saying? But they just kept saying it over and over and over again. And it was just, you know, certain things. I, I, I just, you know, don't let me ever get into TV. I'm going to walk and see in, start smacking holes, just. <laughs> Max, Max, you just gonna see me. She gonna be delivering the news. You just gonna see this big old handprint on the face mm. with baby powder. Mm. Now, these, if you were watching from um, headline news on most HLN, they didn't, they weren't bashing or something. Good. It's gonna be negative unless the, I mean focus on the positive. But y'all I mean, already know where this stuff is. Yeah, you know. But as a man, funeral. Come yes. on now, you know, you can't wait. That, that's a, that, I, you're right, and never, you and I, you know, Moors, will never disrespect. Um, do you, do you know I start deleting people on Facebook? Oh, no, I'm going to start deleting people on my Facebook. I, I start deleting them. Thing on there. No, I, just start, no, I think no, I deleted like 20 this, people. Let me tell you how sad it was. This dude had the nerve to say that he, uh, he got his ex. He said, oh, someone hacked my account. That's why that was on there. He said, oh, I, I want to make sure I quote him right. So let me find because I want to make sure I quote exactly what he said. You know, my face moves a little faster. <sighs> I'll tell you, I was about to backslap him. Oh, quit boohooing over MJ. Boohooing over MJ. 
because a month ago, we all were, come on, dang, dang, my face. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because a month ago, we all were cracking hella jokes on him for being a child molesting singer who was ashamed of his nigg- niggerness. Niggerness? <laughs> yes. Alrighty. I'll okay. have to use that. And you know that's ignorance right there. That's just straight ignorance. Which yeah, is why I stopped. Now yeah, I just sit up there and waste our time on remembering Mike with that ignorance, though. I wouldn't even. I no, wouldn't I just start, I didn't even respond. I just started deleting people. I was like, okay, delete. I just every time I seen somebody just now, I just delete it because I'm just like, if you that type of person, you know, who happy a person is dead. Like I said, I would never praise death on anybody, regardless of how I feel about them. I'll keep that to myself. I would never broadcast cast that, especially at a time when a person's actually getting ready to get put in the ground or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that shows what type of person you are, the character that you have. And I don't want to associate associate myself with that person because I don't deal with ignorant people. So therefore, I just delete right. you. There you go. And guys, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That just showed me about who you are as a person. It really had nothing to do with Michael. just shows me who you are as a person, that you just have no respect and you care. You know, you don't even care about life. And I, I can't respect the person who does that, so that's why I just started deleting people off my phone. Okay, every time I saw something, just delete. All right. Yeah, no doubt. Guys, tonight we're going to be talking about, again, Internet Poets. Um, the panel is DJ DVD, Freddie J., the Dark Knight, they're all here, and we're going to be discussing this topic. If you have a comment and you want to share with us, or are you that poet, we want to hear from you. Definitely give us a call. The call-in number tonight is 347-826-9842. I have 706 on the line. When I come back, I'm going to um, bring you in. I'm not sure who that is. If you're in the chat room, please make yourself um uh-huh. Yeah, noticeable. Let me know who you are. There's nobody else around 
Tuesdays with discussing internet poet. This is part two. Yes, yes, y'all is some loud folks, man. <laughs> Who got what? a mute button on their phone? Nah, man, I'm silent over here. I'm chilling. I've been. I'm over here watching uh the funeral again for those who missed it. It's on Forgot Comcast and got all the channels. It's on VH1 CR 143. Y'all miss it, you want to tune in today. I'm chilling. So I, I, I heard some. At first, I thought it was a part of the music. Then I'm like, this sounds like kids. Right. So, who got, <laughs> Daddy J, who got the kids? Who got the kids? Go ahead, man. Come on. Daddy oh, Jay. no. I ain't got no, no kids. kids over here. I stay by myself. No and hey, I ain't got no kids, so I know it ain't me. We hear stuff. Maybe it was the TV. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm like, what's up, kids? You should. What the hell? You should have kids. You know what? I said, you should have made your kids. Uh-uh. My phone's on mute, baby. Ha-ha. No, no, I'm talking about teenagers. You know, I got teenagers. You talking about who? You. Me? Oh, no, I don't have no kids. I don't know. I don't ever plan on having children. 
Okay, then I got to, then them kids got to be setties then. <laughs> As, uh, oh my goodness! As soon as you would have heard that, y'all would have heard a smack real quick. So it was my kids screaming like that, smack. Oh my goodness! You know, heard you would have heard crying. Okay, I'm turning on VH1. I don't see that. I guess they ain't playing it down. So. VH1 on the on the um not VH1. If you got the all the channels mm-hmm. on VH1 is um channel one thirty forty one forty three. It wouldn't be the same down here. Okay, it's VH1 CR. So you got your MTV8, MTV2, MTV3, MTVJ, VH1 CR right after that. It should be right there. It should say Pink Floyd, The Wall, but that's not what it really is. Oh, okay. Man, now that's a great song. So, Dark Knight. Yes. On the subject of the Internet Poets, you and I um, have something in common as far as... um, having a page or or outlet for poets to express themselves through the Internet. Mm-hmm. That we do. And, yes. What is your opinion on the feedback or, or actually what is your opinion on the progress that you, in your opinion, of course, of how your poets are doing? Do you see them going further or do you see them stuck on your site and that's all they're going to be doing? Um, It's 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 a mixed crowd. I have some people that have stepped up um uh, and have actually, you know, started um at least to the point where they're doing um blog talk radio shows. Um some people are on there to to just write and promote the books that they're publishing cuz I do have some published authors on my site. And then I do have a few people that are just there um just there to be writing um uh, because that's their, you know, their release valve is when they you know, when they just go ahead and put it on paper and, and post it, and they have a fear of the mic or fear of getting on stage, and they don't want to do it. But I just tell them, you know what, just try it one time. Um, you know, because everybody that went on stage didn't get it the first time, you know. You know, we all had butterflies, and heck, to tell the truth, um, I got butterflies tonight because I'm going on tonight. I had butterflies when I went on last night at a place I ain't never been, so, you know. I understand that. No, you got to be. You know, but I, you know, every time I get nervous, I just get me a little liquid courage, you know. Just some three initials of MGD, and I'd be okay. Right. I believe, and this is my opinion, of course, I believe that the reason for some of those ones that don't go any further is that they just don't have true passion for the art. Oh, you want to agree with me? Hello. <laughs> oh, I'll listen to Michael again. Okay, uh, true passion for the art. This, it could be yes and this can be no. Because uh, you got some people who do have true passion for the arts and, uh, you know what I'm saying, just get shut down with it. Um, and, and what I mean shut down with it is like we, we could go, that can be on the, um, a po- uh, artist all together, you know what I'm saying? I was watching uh, TV One Unsung, uh, the Florence Ballard, um, and it was just like being shut down 
You know what I'm saying? When you know people deal with a, uh, rejection and negativity in their own ways. You feel me? Um, some people deal with it and they, they thrive on that and it makes them stronger and they want to come back real tough. And then others, you know, go to other sources or use other substances. And by the time, you know what I'm saying, while, they, while trying to come back and it doesn't work, they still got that passion, you know what I'm saying, still got that drive. But, you know what I'm saying, they pretty much ruin their careers by the, the, the choices they made to get to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can be driven, but sometimes you can get driven off the road. And when you, when you do that, uh, and you kind of just messed up. It doesn't make you less hungry than the next person. It's just the the, the choices you made and the steps you take took to get to that um, to get to that the flag on the moon um, weren't the right choices. Right. And, you know. And then there's one other thing. Um, you got to look at where you know. You got to look at the location. If you on if you know if you in in, in bumfuck Egypt, Iowa. Where you ain't got no open, you know, no stages to get on. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't have the opportunity to get on stage. But if you were like New York, Atlanta, North Carolina, Chicago, L.A., Miami, you know, you're gonna always find an avenue um, for you to actually just try and get up on stage. Like right now with me up here in Minneapolis, there's only two spots on Monday and I Tuesday. Agree with so that. the avenues there, yeah. it's limited when it comes to what is, what's that. Okay, I'm going to have to um, drop out. <laughs> Somebody phone. Somebody going to have to be on it now. Come on. Because that ain't me. Who was that? Daddy Daddy? I don't know who it was. What's up? Oh, y'all just see the fifth <laughs> <laughs> I know it ain't me, but I'm going to hang up and call back in in about two minutes. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. Okay. Because I'm a problem. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of threw me off guard. Like, I heard somebody say, hey. And I, I heard like, that, too. I know I ain't going crazy. <laughs> I only got three lines open, such as my, my own oh. line. So, I mean, I'm trying oh, to boy. hey, we got two more now. <laughs> so, we're oh. getting down to Let me see if I continue to hear it. But, um, <laughs> so what Dark Knight was saying, the avenue, that, that is true. It's not a lot, you know, avenue as far as promoting it, as far as the stage is concerned. Yeah, being um in um you know state of Michigan, um and I know I stated this um on the first uh, part one, uh, especially in Detroit, um as that a lot of cafes that used to be open, especially downtown, um like Burt's on Broadway, which is open but it's more like a club and uh, chameleons they shut that down, um um uh, Club Java and all these other you know what I'm saying um. Forgery spots are no longer there, so you, you know, have to create your own poetry spot or, you know, talk with the owner and say, hey, why don't you uh, have a poetry uh, reading here every Thursday or every, you know, every Monday or whatever, you know what I'm saying? For the poets, it's very hard for um, a lot of poets in Detroit pretty much to uh, really get heard, um, especially if they have a passion for it, which can kind of get discouraged. You I just think... Um, so that's why a lot of people do move from here, especially when it comes down to, to music, because there's really nothing here. Um, and there are a lot of, I mean, there are talented poets everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Um, I remember when I hosted the show, this one guy called in, and, you know, he was, like, only 18, and he was amazing, you know, amazing. And um, I think when you're in a state where you feel as though you won't get any recognition anyway, you don't try. Right. You, you keep your stuff to yourself. You don't even bother to try to, um, 
even share your work. You know, with me, I go to different high schools um, in Michigan um, and spit my poetry. Um, I do. I still do that um, when it comes down to the youth. I, I do believe in uplifting the youth, and that sounds so cliche, but, you know, me being 24, wishing that I had somebody to come in and say the things that I'm saying to these kids now and inspiring them through poetry or just telling them how it is going to be out there, wishing that, you know, somebody would have sat down or somebody would have got on stage and told me that, you know what I'm saying? So I do do that, but as far as, you know, location, location is everything. That's what, that's, that's what, that's what even trying to market a store or a restaurant, you know what I'm saying? Location is everything. And if your location is not hot and you don't have the finances to move around, then it, it, like, it can be very discouraging. It can be very discouraging. Yes, it can be discouraging, but I, can, I know I cannot speak for everyone, but me personally, I feel like this. If you truly have passion for something and you want to live a certain dream, there is no such thing as giving up. Take a break. Yeah, we're giving up totally and just saying to get it, and, and it's not worth it now. I'm welcome back in 612 Dark Knight. Yeah, I'm back. That was you, wasn't it? It was you. That was you. Well, what me? I can tell you this right now. Chevy, I ain't got no pictures, and if I had them, I would be the first one to claim them. Uh, but, no, uh, we were just messing with you. I just thought that was the perfect like, time. I'm like, that's why you hung up. Mm-hmm. No, no I, I was just playing with you, though. I feel you. No, I, I feel you. the reason why I had to hang up. Oh, no, 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 um, I'm in Ypsilanti, Michigan right now, but I'm going to be headed back down to Detroit because I have a gig on Saturday. Um, I'm DJing. Actually, I actually have a gig on Saturday and Sunday. So you can catch me down there. No? No. Oh, you up at EMU? Um, I graduated from EMU, but I'm still up here. Yes. Um, I'm oh, okay. debating if I'm going to go back for my master's. I'm so young. God, I'm so damn young. She was dizzy. Um, you're not doing your show anymore? Huh? Oh, we're not even going to say that. Right, you just got to put me on the front street right there. You can't do that right now. Hold on, let me cut in this. Right, this poetic day, save me. You can't. Save me. We got to get back on the topic. Bless you, girl. You you is amazing. Go ahead. J, you haven't really said too much tonight. Um, I know. I, I was waiting. It was it was a lot of a lot of going on. So I was waiting. He just, he just, he just, he just he said enough pool. right there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I was going. I'm missing. I'm missing my buddy, man. That's all. And we are gonna miss her, but she's not done yet. We just gonna leave it at that, okay? Okay. I'm retired for a minute. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I'm on the subject. I'm talking on the subject. Y'all still on it. I'm on the subject now. Okay, get on the subject. All right. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Let's go. Let's go. You, give me your thoughts, baby. I mean, avenue, we hear people don't got the avenues for it. Some people are just scared. What's up, man? I don't think, man, I mean, it's, my opinion, you know, some people, there's, there's opportunity people that don't want to be the performers themselves, and there's always the people that's the, 
that just like to write and stuff. I mean, think about it as like in music games, like there are some people who ghost write for artists all the time and then they ghost write and then after a while they decide to come into the game as an artist themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just sometimes you got, you know, you can't, we can't, it's, it's not really just dog in their poets. You know, you got to let them, if they want to perform, they perform, but everyone has their own time. So, you I mean, some people could go into the game a month after they decide to start doing poetry. Some people could take years and it just, everyone has their own time. And if you rush it, if you rush perfection, then you won't get perfection. But how do you perfect perfection if you're not perfect? That's exactly the point. You know, a lot of people, they want to be perfect, so they don't go into, that's one of the reasons why some people don't go into the game, period, because they don't want to go in and, you know, a lot of people don't want to be really curious about what about what they wrote from their heart or whatever, and they don't want people to. So you're saying, like, like they, they're just scared and stuff like that, right? Yeah, they're just being. But I, they, I feel like. Scared. 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 They don't have to necessarily go out and perform. You know what I'm saying? I'm just specifically speaking that music. I'm not saying that you can't perform. I'm just specifically speaking moving further beyond the Internet. I mean, because there's a lot of songwriters out there. There's a lot of poetry and songwriters. It's basically. So... Just push yourself out there to even a sudden just try to get published or just maybe even take it to a magazine or, or take it to a newspaper or something. Well, I think being scared is another sign of strength. Um, I, I, I always tell, I tell that myself, uh, especially when I used to take speech classes. Speech classes, something I used to, I love to take. I love speaking. It was just something. But I was so nervous all the time. And my ritual was I'd walk in, put my name on the board, where, what, you know, what order I wanted to speak. And I used to jump around and bounce around and box like I was Tyson or something to get all that, uh, get the adrenaline pumping in my body. But I felt like I was so nervous. And my speech teacher came to me and said, you being nervous is just a sign of your strength. You know right. what I'm saying? Okay. Because you know what you know what you going, you know what you're doing. You done rehearsed it. You know it. You know everything. And the problem is you try to overthink things so much, which makes you nervous. If you just go out there, you'll be good. But since you sit back and overthink things and say, oh, woo, woo, that's what makes you nervous. It's not the fact of getting in front of people. It's the fact that you're overthinking it so much that it makes you so nervous. He said, but that being nervous is make also makes you humble. And it also shows a sign of your strength. And he told me that. And I thought, I thought this was Karate Kid, and I was learning from my math. I'm like, I signed, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Because he told me that, and it, and it, and it kind of just, that's how I look at it. Every time I do DJ or, or do anything, I just, I, I'm so nervous because I'm scared. You know, I wonder if the people are going to like me and like my music that I play. And, you know, I just kind of calm down, and I just say, you know what? I got this. I know what I'm doing. Okay, and I want to touch something in the chat room, too, that they've been talking about. I see y'all just scrolling, scrolling up here because y'all just talking, talking, talking. Poetry is not a money industry, it's not a money industry so you're in it for the love or you're in it to water it down. Okay? Well, no, not saying anything about money here. We're just talking about pushing poetry, getting it out further than the Internet, making it known. I'm not really, it's not, for me, just for someone else to say, dang, girl, I'm feeling that. That's good enough for me. 
You don't necessarily what? have to. Me personally, it, it'd be nice to make some money off of it, but I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it because I love it. And you're not going to get no good work out of someone don't have true love for it anyway. I mean, look look what we get nowadays. Well, there's one other thing that, um, you know, as far as, and, and this is about something because I know a lot of people do. I mean, actually, I thought I was doing this for a little while. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Okay, that's time okay. too. <laughs> I know it's not me. It's not me. I'm about to start muting people now because y'all are killing it's me. It's not me. No, no, I got it. I got it. Nah, me. Hold up, y'all. Say the confession. What you saying, Sadie? Is you? Yeah, that was my sister. <laughs> okay, come on, right, you got some You're not going to mute me because I didn't yeah. do nothing. She got the Michael Jackson lungs. She she's screaming right. She she got the Michael okay. Jackson lungs in her. No, I was just saying uh, uh, there are some people out here that write and this and this is one of the reasons why they don't want to take it any further, is because they're doing it for therapeutic reasons. Um when I started going through my depression stage not too long ago, in order for me to be able to think straight, I had to write everything down. And some of the stuff that I wrote down, I didn't want to share, but because I have forced myself to get on stage, you know, I had to share it because, you know what, there's some other, I realized there's somebody else that might be going through what I'm going through. And the only way they're going to get better is by hearing my words. Is you have that- a lot of people that haven't got to that stage yet. Mm-hmm. What's up? I'm feeling that. I totally agree with you. On that. I totally agree with that too. That's that's that therapeutic. That's that uh. That's that um. Herbal essences in the shower make you want to say yes. Yeah, because um, you know, I had this poem that I wrote. I think I think I heard, I think D might have heard me spit it. Some other, it's called uh, a letter to my friends. Uh, that's some stuff I've been holding in for like maybe 20 years over all the friends that I had in my life that kind of like dogged me out. You know, so I had to finally put that on paper so I can get that off my chest. Because mm-hmm. I was tired of carrying that burden around. And now that after I wrote it, read, wrote it, then when I finally got up on stage and spit that piece, oh, I'm straight. I can call everybody up that I talked about in that letter, and I can talk to them now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, except for the guy that's out to my girl. And if it's therapeutic for you, it can definitely be therapeutic for others. That is true. And yeah, you know, the therapeutic for me, I don't, I'm, with me, I think, uh, I don't know, I, I think I got more comfort and more, uh, my ther- therapy was actually just coming up with different type of ways to do certain things. Like I was talking to uh, Miss Eddie D yesterday about her theme song, and uh, I just come up with things so quick. That's therapeutic for me. Um, more so than just writing. You know, everybody got their own, you know, way of just doing things. But that makes me feel so good. <laughs> it's like I say so good. Just, just come up, you know, come up with a, a a concept for somebody or having you come up with a different way of approaching something. It just makes, I just say, oh, yes. It's like, woo, just ran a marathon. That's how I feel so good. That's that's my therapy, you know, therapy. Mm-hmm. But I feel you on the on the writing, being therapeutic. 
Hello? Hello? 
I did this show to figure out what can get these poets to move on. It's so many great poets out there that's the shelter into the Internet format. And I want that to come out, whether it be uh, through my show or out there on stage, whatever suits them is fine by me, you know, but it's something that has to happen. Of course, you need to move to the next step. Well, I mean, I believe that we are we are, we are the pioneers. I mean, it's, it's like we're in the mix right now. You know, you can't rush good wine before it's time. You know, I mean, it's 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 just it's happening. You in the midst of it. You are a part of it. You are. I mean, just your radio show. You're you're doing it. You know. Uh, I mean, I, I I can't even say no more. I mean, you, I mean, it's like it's 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 here. You know. Um, I. You know, it's just like me. I'm, I live in I live in a place where there's no per- spoken word poetry. It's just like it's non-existent. I go to open mics here and there, and but it's all music, you know. And it's like what they say: you can't pass your um, don't cast your your pearls bef- before swine. You know, the, the majority of the society don't even get our get 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 where we be coming from, or you know, they just like you know he's deep, or but and, and it just goes in one ear out the other ear. I don't want to be heard. I want to be felt. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Right. You I mean, I listened to the Next Level last night, his show, and I'm not a. I don't write erotic or sensual or romance or love poetry, mm-hmm. but I still enjoy it, and then I still support it as another artist. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and that's what we. And and feel other people's work. I feel where you're coming from on that. I'm not really in that mode either. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, um, am I, is this open mic too? Not yet. Um, I still want to touch a little bit more basis on the topic. I will try to bring it in when I got about 45 minutes left in the show. So I'm going to spend about maybe 20 more minutes on it. Okay, that's cool. Well, I can call you back then because I'm going to try to get, I'm going to try to get on board here. Okay, definitely. Call me back. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. To the guests, um, I had to mute you guys. There was too much noise and feedback coming up, and I didn't know who it was. I will be bringing you guys all back on for the next five minutes or so after I play this piece. So hang in there, and you will get back on. I know what you were looking for. It just took time for me to explore the truth behind the boundaries of sensitive memories, where love, trust, respect, and dignity were once the wind beneath your sails. But you were far too special to fail. Even though I heard you asking, why is this happening? Dealing with this ego-shell density, am I still woman enough to accept him forgivingly? And at the same time you bore your sorrows, a determined declaration echoed from my soul. Strong man with the capacity to love. I struggle through the hurt, but I won't give up. Instead of falling, I will only drift in this space as I ask once more in prayer that I recognize her face. And then I saw you. At that instant, I knew that my faith alone was my bravery, so I gave you my wings so you could fly with me. If I do hold on too tightly, it's not place jealousy, but because if I let go, it will all have been in vain. 
regard to I seeking absolute love unconditionally, allowing you to breathe again, allowing you to need again, trusting enough to let me be your source of water if you're thirsty. That side every woman wishes she could set free. Do you not see these diamond tears welled up in my own eyes, pierce into them deeply and tell me that I have been cried, for my own love was plundered. Your love is too precious to squander. When I see you, I see a part of me. I would shed tears for you if you were thirsty. That kind of love will humble any man to place a symbol of commitment on your other hand. A man knows he has found the love of lovers when he can stand that woman next to his own mother and respect the woman who inspires his life as much as he respects the woman who gave I saw your eyes for the first time. You know me man enough not to lie. Do you remember that zip that went up and down your spine when your eyes went mine? I swear my heart beat like African drums, welcoming a long lost son who had returned as the last prince and brought with him his Ivory Coast princess, reclaiming his rights to heritage and wealth all the way through the traces of Egypt. <laughs> That's what my heartbeat was saying. The last time we held each other slain. When a man can let a woman know this in everyone's presence, he knows he's met someone faithfully, one whom he wouldn't hesitate to marry. When you're ready to happily let go, let's find this commitment together on the hidden island of Capo. All right, we're back with topic Tuesday discussing the internet poet. Bringing on all guests back, DJ DCD, Teddy J, and the Dark Knight. I'm here. I think. <laughs> you here? I hear you. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I got. I'm. I'm gonna take uh, the credit or the blame for the for the noise and the feedback or that last go round because. Uh, <laughs> oh my! Now the more truth comes out. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I was taking all my garbage and you no. Know, so you might have heard some crinkling of some pop cans. Okay. So, okay. you know. Deezy. What up, though? Fatty. Yes, up? All right. Everybody's back. Now, I would just want to, can I say one thing? Because I do have a, a, a different kind of beef with Internet poets. Okay. My beef with the Internet poet is, you are you you are an internet poet. You have already joined somebody's poetry site, but because you have an argument or disagreement with the owner of that poetry site, why then do you go ahead and start your own poetry site and basically use the same formula and platform from the site that you left and try and pull the members from the site that you were on because you get mad at something the owner of that site said or did not say to you because your feelings got hurt. Now you're going to try and harm the other person's site by trying to steal their members. I can't figure why that is. That was everything. Hey, hey, that means don't put that on internet That's bigger than poetry. That's a huge thing for everything. Like, think about it. Somebody, you think about Facebook and MySpace. These um, social networks, in this, they make a bunch of different social networks out of nowhere and say, well, we're all one big happy family. Let's just start social networks. Somebody left 
from Facebook and said, let's start MySpace. Somebody from MySpace said, let me leave and let me go start Twitter. Somebody thought on that type of level. Well, I'm just saying, because I know, like, you know, there's, there's five people, I ain't going to mention nobody's names, that were on my mean poetry site, and they had a little disagreement or they didn't like what I, you know, I, I didn't come to their defense when they were arguing with another poet. So they decided to start their own site, and, and I've checked their sites out, and they basically are the spitting image of my site, and they basically have the same members with maybe a three or four different people that, they, you know, they reached in their own circle. Right. Well, that lets you know what their intention was in the, from jump while they were there in the first place. Exactly. Maybe that's what their intention was in the, in the first place was to come to your site and learn how your site was, how it worked, and then try to replicate what you did so they can get all your people and, and make you feel like, oh, that's just like what's called, but I'm going to try this person out because you did exactly how they did their stuff, and they did exactly how you did your stuff. So the I thing mean, is, you know, people are going to replicate you all, all day, but the thing is, can they beat the original? So that's going to be the end question. And like, you got to be like Lil Richie. You got to say, hey, they're going to make it faster. I'm going to make it faster. They're going to make it faster. I'm going to make it even faster. Because <laughs> I'm the originator of it. Period. And y'all not going to take mine. So whatever you I mean, want to go ahead. Do BCR. it. I'm, I'm flattered. You know what I'm saying? BCR. Same thing. Same thing. It, it, it occurs there. But that is just a part of life. I don't really think that can be tagged on to internet poets, but a lot of people do it, whether it be a poetry site or another type of site. Or, or just per- <laughs> things, ideas, period. Because, I mean, like, listen, like, I'll talk, I'll come and talk about some idea for an event, some, and somebody will tell me, oh, that don't really sound good. Two eight, um, three days later, this event, is, this event that came to light, and I had nothing to do with it. I'm like, okay, you're doing exactly what I came up with. But you said it wasn't that good of an idea at first. So people do that. They do that outside, on, on the, um, in the internet, off the internet. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, before, I retired my, before I retired my show, you know what I'm saying, uh, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was really searching to figure out what I, what I was going to make my own. And I think I found my niche towards the end. I really did. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? But, of course, uh, I went on there, and uh, lo and behold, a person that uh, frequently was visiting my show was trying to do the exact same thing. But to me, it's not about who does it. It's just about who does it better. Better, right. True that, true that. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I look at it. Like, okay, y'all can do the same thing, but who does it better? You know what I'm saying? Like, who who execution and just everything is better. And that's the person I'm going to you know, deal with. I'm gonna listen to. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep supporting. I don't care if you guys have the same topic, talk about the same things, I have the same poets on the show. You know what I'm saying? But was your how was your execution? What did you do to make yourself stand out despite them using the same thing? I find it a compliment when others wanna copy other people's work or copy, you know what I'm saying, what they're trying to do. It shows that you're doing something right. So right, if you don't do it you know, if you don't do it better they're going to say, well, um, this show reminds me of DZD show. Where's DZD show? You know, they're going to think that way. And they're right, going to be like, okay. It's like, because they didn't, it's, it's kind of like how, it's kind of like a sample song. When you make a, when you sample a song, a lot of people complain and say, why do y'all make sample songs? Sometimes sample songs is cool, but it's all in how you sample it. 
did you either did you use sober effect in your sample um, when you made it, or did you use sober effect in your or, sample? Did you make or the song sampling, better? Sampling the move, as far as like, okay, I say, you know, I use this. I've been using this for like a week. I'm like, okay, Michael, everybody like shocked, like he didn't originate the moonwalk, and he didn't get it from my man's from Shalimar. He got it from Turbo from Breakdancing. Uh, from breaking, and he, right. And breaking. My and cousin. He, 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 he showed him that. And, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can take a move. It's just how you execute it, how you do it. What's, what, you know what I'm saying? How you move, how you say things. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's, kind of, it's kind of like what James Brown, when James Brown told Michael Jackson. My, um, after the BET Awards that year, when they honored um, James Brown and Melbourne, Mike came on the mm-hmm. stage mm-hmm. and he was mm-hmm. killing it. They talked to him. At, they they had an interview right today doing after the show, yeah. And they were talking to James Brown. You know, James Brown was talking to Michael. And he was like, "You know what, man?" He said, "Throughout the years, you know, you emulate a lot of moves. You know, emulate a lot of moves like me. But then you turned it, you took it, and you made it your own. Better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That and that's mm-hmm. the thing. You know, of, of course you're gonna you're gonna remind someone's gonna you're gonna remind yourself of someone you already know that's big in the game." It's about how you make it your own. Yeah. I can dig that. So, you know, everybody everybody done took something from somebody. And, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's why I don't I don't really hate about anything. But uh, I think I just, you know, just having this show, Miss Poetry, I just think I just found my next my next uh, venture. So we're going to have to talk about that. I just think I found my next venture. That's for sure. I, I didn't mean to put you on front like that, by the way. I didn't mean to say what? No, I mean, no, I mean, it, it don't bother me. It's just that you know, I mean, you know, I love haters because you know what? The more people I got hating on me, that means that's the better that, that's the better I am. But now, now here's my thing about the hater thing. Sometimes some people they have taken that hater thing and they have ran with it and they have missed what the point of the hater thing was. Like some people, they find everything considered hating. There's a difference between hating and being told the truth and correct constructive criticism like when I'm being because I'm giving constructive criticism and they ask me to give a constructive criticism all of a sudden I can still be considered a hater that's because I can't take criticism you know what I'm saying people, right. well, see, people have right. a, a, a difference between criticizing and just like dogging you know what I'm saying um, anytime you ask my opinion or how I feel about something you're going to get you're going to get some positive feedback you might get 100% positive feedback but there's always a chance that you're not going to get that. And if you can't take that, then I feel like then don't ever ask anybody to critique you. Because you're, right. so you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But That's just I feel like just don't put it out there if you don't want no feedback. Exactly. Do not exactly. Do not put it out there to be judged, to be commented on, and what have you. But, I mean, you know, that's the way of the world, you know. But back on to, I need to get to a solution on what we can do as poets, as writers, as artists, to get these poets into the next format. Well, what's your definition of format? I'm sorry. It's the next format. It's beyond the Internet. Anything beyond the Internet. Okay. 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 All right. Dogging the Internet out because the Internet is a great tool. Don't get me wrong. But poetry, if we stick on the Internet, we ain't going to never get to where we need to be. Well, one thing that we have to do, and, and like you said, we have to start, you know, those of us who actually 
uh, actually get out and do that know that are on the internet, internet, but do other things. We have to put ourselves in position to be able to educate, help, and uplift those that are still up and coming. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I, I I totally agree with that. Um, I feel as though um a lot of people, a lot of people, and uh, you know when I was, I mean I'm not old. Uh, but when I was like 16, you know, 17, you know, I didn't, I was just about myself, about self, um, about like I didn't care. Somebody else can be better than me, but, oh, no, I, I'm still going to be about self. And the whole thing of people working together, and this, we can stem this from Martin Luther King, is like we all have to come together as one to help each other. And regardless of who's better than whom, the whole purpose is to get poetry out of this funk that it's in, and I say funk, I don't mean like, oh, you know, we're horrible, but this just, you know, this category. We don't want to be necessarily a category, you know what I'm saying? We want to be international, you know what I'm saying? We, wanna, we want we people to know who we are, and the only way we're going to do that is if people take, let go of their ego, and let go of their, their, you know, oh, I don't want anybody, to, you know, I don't want to help anybody because I still need help, but so what? But maybe that person... You know what I'm saying? You see something in them that you don't have, so why not help that person to get there? Why would you want to stop a person from excelling in life? You know what I'm saying? That's a blessing to be able to help a person. You know what I'm saying? Because and do something for them that nobody else wanted to do for you. It's like passing that blessing or gift along. And if we can't come together and and not feeding into our own selves or just whatever we're feeding into and come together and just make it happen, we're always going to be at a standstill. It's kind of like crabs in a bucket. You're always going to be trying to pull somebody down against you. Oh, yeah, crabs and barrels. Good. And it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. It's not, there, not, there's not going to be a, a, a resolution. There's not going to be a result to keep getting pushed down to get to the top. But, see, I have a question. You know what's so ironic, though? As far as like you were saying, like it trying to be big, isn't that what kind of makes it so makes it so makes poetry so good? Is that in a sense that it's kind of that poetry is kind of sacred? I mean, it, it is it's sacred, but at the same time, drums drums were sacred sacred too back in the day for the ancestors to communicate with each other. And now, see where drums are now. Being but something just because. It's, go ahead. Go ahead. There's one thing that, and see, this is one topic that we haven't touched on, so it's probably going to have to be for another topic show because when I say it, it's going to open up a whole can of worms, so y'all get oh, ready. You're going to say it anyway, so come right. on. Open the worms. <laughs> open okay. the worms, man. Let them out. All right. One thing I've noticed, and I hate to go there with this, but non-black poets support each other. Oh God, he with this. <laughs> you so okay. I'm sorry, Doctor. You just don't go ahead. Go to a, you should go to a song and just okay. you just let that marinate so people can just be like, "What the hell?" No, I mean, I understand no. what you're saying, but no, you know, no, I don't well, agree with him on that. I don't. I, really I, don't. I agree. Okay. Oh, okay. What I mean is, what, okay. What I mean is this. Okay, you have a lot of these people that who actually have published that that actually publish poetry and are actually out there doing it and going and doing lectures um, that that are white and all of you know a lot all of their peers are actually working to help them 
not like, you know, whereas, let's say, I'm just going to use Son of Man for instance. Son of Man trying to, get, try, trying to get up, trying to get a little thing going on in his area. But you're going to have three or four people that want to get on top as well, so they're going to try and step on him. They're going to step. They're going to walk on him so they can get to the top. Whereas if they it's all decided black, to work together, this is a black thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we I mean, all said about our culture. I mean, I know we got some issues, but to, to put that, gee, I'm what? <laughs> we, we we got we got we have, but you know what? And I have to agree. We have some issues when it comes down to allowing a person more deserving. There or, there, or, or, there to, become, the to become, uh, you know, allow them. And, and, and I can take it even a step further. The people who are poets and musicians and artists who are just people who like to listen. You know, I have people calling the show and say, hey, I don't want to spit. I just want to listen. Mm-hmm. Why would you deny them the opportunity to hear a person who can maybe touch them on a level that you you may not be able to touch them because of your ego. I can't relate, um, DZ, because I am not that way. Right, and I'm, I'm not that way either. I'm not, I'm not that. I'm not that way either. I feel like I'm getting support off this show. I, I am in the business of supporting others. Of course, I play my music. I love hearing my music, and I think that's a good combination with the poetry. But I'm not feeling that. But I always believe that every, every everybody has everybody has a motive. Everybody. Certain people, excuse me, I'm not going to say everybody. Certain people have motives. And that's what my father said, you know what I'm saying, you, you, who, who, don't ever close your eyes for two seconds, okay? Because in two seconds, everything you thought would be a damn lie. You got to keep your eyes open for everything. You might not be that way. You might have that generous heart. You might have that I can't see myself. But that person that you're telling that you can't see yourself is the main person who can say, I can see myself. You know what I'm saying? And so... It's crazy because you got people who aren't like that, but you got a lot of people, a lot more who are like that. It's only a small people, a few out the bunch who can say, okay, I'm about helping. And if, you know, whatever, I'll help you. I'll do what you want me to create. I will create a song for you right now. Whatever you need, I got you. But that's the, that's about how you how you are, your generosity, how your heart is. And I told you, Miss Poetic, yesterday, I'll be surround myself with people who have a good heart. But surround yourself with people with bad hearts, you won't go nowhere. Right. Let me bring in real quick, let me bring in Spicy, and then I really got to cut off this topic and move into open mic because my poets want to sit, so y'all know what's up. Um, Spicy? Yes? You had a comment? Yes. You know, all all other life was in, and... No one can without any of me of of their own issues and a lot of of times. Well you look at someone else your issues of projection onto them. Mm-hmm. That's nothing it's a big thing. Sometimes it looks and I will sometimes let you know as a person involved in that situation, it shows you what you have to do in order to get things other than they don't do it always. 
Now she's gonna she gonna give us that dark night. Now she's gonna pay, make me and Dizzy pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey. I'm not like that, y'all. Don't do that to me. I'm not. I know. I know. All right, y'all. But I'm, I'm closing down, Mike. Again, thank you all for coming. Um, to all the right. Dizzy and Teddy. Good luck. Hold out. And um, Dark Knight, I do have a lit line, so I'm going to put you at number three for um, sitting your piece. Okay, okay. All right. All right, guys. The first one I'm going to bring in, and bear with me because I'm closing mics out and I'm opening them up. I have, I believe this is the Beatmaster. Hello? Yes. Yes, I'm here. Uh yeah. Okay. I'm off. Okay. You ready? Yes, I am. Uh, you know, I had I, I like I planned one, but just like on a topic and whatnot, I had to change it. Okay. So this one is called My Race. You ready? Uh-huh. My Race. <laughs> Things ain't getting no better before it's too late. <laughs> We gotta stick together, my race. <clears throat> Things ain't getting no better before it's too late. <clears throat> we gotta stick together, my race. <clears throat> Things ain't getting no better before it's too late. <clears throat> we gotta stick together, my race. <clears throat> Things ain't getting no better before it's too late. <clears throat> we got
We gotta stick together. Lyrically, I'm nitro. Through the mic, I flow hip-hop poetic expression. A spoken word, Smith & Wesson, about to bust a few shots off in your cerebellum, using knowledge and wisdom as my ammunition without getting too intellectual, because I want everybody to comprehend this. Class is now in session. Hip-hop. The boogie down Bronx is the hip-hop into what Jerusalem is to the Jews and the Christians. The same thing happened with all the world's major religions. Outside of its original foundation, people started cultivating their own interpretations. Their generic imitations perpetrated and fraudulent doctrine. There is so much more to being hip-hop outside of MC and DJ and break dancing and being a graffiti artist. When a hip-hop queen by the name of Latifah dropped a jewel, U-N-I-T-Y, I was in my late 20s and still a little boy in a grown man's body. I couldn't see no type of solution at the same time of being a part of the problem. The dynamic that solidified a structure of a group of people to classify them as a community is non-existent with black people. U-N-I-T-Y spells nothing. The majority the majority of businesses in our neighborhoods are predominantly owned and operated by people of Asian descent. If you go to an Asian community, I bet you will not find a black-owned and operated business. This is nothing new, but what black people feel to realize is that these people do not spend their money with us. This is not about being prejudiced. This is about opening up your eyes. Money comes in and goes right back out, making black neighborhoods, filtering systems for the economy, keeping black stagnant from prospering within their own house. The civil rights movements of the 60s are our last glory days of unity. Black men and black women die for social equality. So we become what we are today, thugs, drug addicts, and gangsters. White supremacists are now sitting back laughing at us. If they could have foreseen what is going on today with my people, they would have been handed us our civil rights on a silver platter, and there would have been no need for a march on Washington. Granted, we have made monumental achievements in sports, business, politics, and academics, but somewhere in the mix we grew apart became self-righteous. Be with us or stay with them. At one time, when there was unity in the black community, you had doctors, lawyers, bankers, teachers, firemen, and police all living in the same neighborhood. There were block parties throughout the summer. Everybody knew everybody. We was all one big family with a sense of culture and African pride. It was all good. Then a dark day came when blacks wanted to be like and have everything the white man has. Never realizing the detrimental effect it will have on the community overall is real sad. Once all the professionals decided they wanted greener patches and moved on, they left the youth to fend for themselves with the role models of hustlers, pimps, and hoes. Now everybody's stuck on stupid as to what happened and what can be done to solve it. Raise your hands up for hip-hop. The four elements represent the art, the state of mind, and lifestyle represents the culture. The proliferation of drugs in black neighborhoods is an atrocity. If the DEA can't stop the mass traffic of cocaine and marijuana, what makes you think national security can stop the infiltration of explosive or chemical agents, huh? I don't know the statistics or ratios, but the percentage of black men behind bars is astronomical. The concept of divide and conquer is being perfected in the prison system. Forget about what you see on television, them days are over. On the streets, we kill us, but in jail, we become cold. Shh. You know the word. I love my peoples, but I don't like my peoples at the same time. Everybody despises the crackhead. Well, I'm a crackhead, and I'm still trying to figure out why God chose me to open up your eyes. We are targeted from so many different angles by corporate America because we feel security and expensive merchandise. We go way beyond our means for material gains, even if it means killing each other. For a lousy pair of sneakers, we'll take a life. I breeze through a jet or ebony, and it's a beautiful thing to see and read what blacks have achieved. But in the grand scheme of things, as a nation, a race of people, 
people. We are socially oppressed systematically, but you don't hear me. Or maybe you do hear me, but you are content with the way things are. Because as long as your families are out of the war zone, you'll keep your focus on police and black people using the N-word or white radio show hosts calling young black women nappy-headed hoes. What a fiasco. Yes, it was wrong, but the whole country didn't have to know about it. I straight would have been like your dick-eating mother pussy and moved on, but I understand your love for the cameras. In comparison to other races and cultures, the black race has contributed the most to the growth of this nation, but has benefited the least. Everything we get, we got to work twice as hard to get it. I dedicate this piece to the founding fathers of hip-hop, Rahu Bait, New York City. My race, <clears throat> things ain't getting no better before it's too late. We gotta stick together, my race. Elder Beatmaster, statesman of hip hop culture. Y'all people have a good night. Mm, mm, mm. Woo! You, my dear, are awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. You have a good night. Yes, likewise. Bye bye. Hey guys, next up will be, um, <clears throat> let me see here, 347. I'm going to take a short break and we're going to come right back. Stop for me, 
while I drop top and ride out. Will spin it, wanna know what short is all about. But it's cool, I'm drooling, and these words are coming out my mouth. That intoxicated her satin sheets. We exhaled cosmos vibrated by swollen metaphors that will liquefy along her vaginal walls. Made love into the moon, did a complete 360, migrating into its light skinned cousin. I remember the time we had on the reverse side of the sun. As you stood erect before your bionic imagination was scattered like jazz notes blown from tuba lips, I played your song three orgasms ago. Because you're beautifully spoken is the focal point of my attention. Spread your legs. Let the manifestation of my erotic love poem be scripted in calligraphy, only to be artistically stroked aboard your aeolus canvas. <laughs> that man is serious, boy. Oh, my God. If y'all don't know, I'm going to tell y'all who that was. That was Element. Gee whiz, boy. And that's how he's giving it to y'all tonight. Bobby, baby. You hear me? Oh, okay. I got you now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna read the honey poem that uh, I did that uh, that I read for that I wrote for uh, Next Level Show. I, I, I somehow we got onto the topic of honey. I'm not even too sure. I want to. I want to remember how. <laughs> and I said, Yeah, I'll do a honey poem then. So. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> yeah. Who knows where we got? Well, it's Next Level Show. We're bound to get to. Different substances and such. Okay, uh, here we go, honey. Our love is like honey. As I pour the honey of my sweet words upon your back. Honey gives way to love's gravity as it slides down to the small of your back. Our love is sweet, liquid essence. As I entice the honey flow between your legs. And my mouth, it begs to know the taste of it. In my nose, it begs to know the smell of it. The most primal, sweet 
taste and smell of honey known to man. Our love pours down upon us like honey. The sweeter I grow to you, the sweeter you grow to me. As cascade of honey-laden love drips down upon us, drop by drop, the two of us, like flies stuck in amber, the amble of love flowing between us in liquid flowing, as the honey taste of I love you travels from my tongue to yours, the sweet adores of my liquid yearnings meeting your conniving curves, the hyperbolic trajectory of my hips meeting yours. Our love is honey. Our love is the golden essence of love itself. My honey is yours to taste alone as we ascend and descend mutually to each other's throne with the softest sighs and the loudest moans. Take my honey words into your mouth. Take my honey essence into your hips. Let the liquefaction of honey-laden words be laden upon your lips and impart your honey to me in the sweetest words of I love you's as they sweetly press into my ears, expressed in a divinity of nightly passions, the revelry of enticing your ecstasy across the revelry of enti- sorry, <laughs> across your boundless love's erotic sea. We are sweetness, We are the earnestness of love itself. We are the manifestation of the liquefaction of erotic power. We are the sweetest essence of love that there can be. We are honey. There we go. And there's the link for the poem. (laughs) Did anybody get sticky? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you... Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. No, that's... That was definitely hot. I mean, always is, of course. Wow. Mm-hmm. Please tell everybody. <laughs> I was trying to... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm at the creativethinkersintl.nang.com. Uh, that's where my new stuff is. Uh, I also post my stuff at coldfault.org. And then I'm at the wordmachinist.com and my own gothiclit.ning.com site, my own gothic site. I'm also at <coughs> a friend's site with a bit of poetry at soulpoetrysite.com, and that's under the forum section. Yeah, what I was going to say is I had to stop myself from laughing because Next Level was teasing me. He, says, he went all Star Trek on us there, hyperbolic trajectories, and he said it just like that. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, those, hy- those, tri- those uh, trajectories can trick you. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way he said it. Hyperbolic trajectories. <laughs> All right. Well, Robbie, it's been a pleasure, and thank you so much for coming on the open mic and sitting at people. It's definitely hot. You bet. My pleasure. Okay. Next up. Oh, I hope I get this one right. Let's see here. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Okay, wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know because my headset sometimes the mute goes on and off. So I appreciate you having me come on. 
Um, I can't even compare it to the talent that, that I'm amongst right now, but I'm going to bring you just a little something, and I'm going to start off with reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make this world a better place if you can. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make this world a better place if you can. And this piece will be moments of reflection. Moments of reflection, of thought, of times gone by, of times to come. Moments of reflection. Our current times, our captured thoughts, our anxiety, our fears, our love for peace. Moments of reflection. It's time to heal. It's time to unite our time of peace. Moments of reflection, a time of revolution, ourselves, those around us, our community, our world, our universe. Moments of reflection. It's time to love again, to capture a time lost, to be born again. Moments of reflection. By Nashiba of E-Spirit, E-Inspirations. Peace unto you, my sister. Peace unto you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so shy. <laughs> you did wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> and you know you got to step out more now. I, I want more. <laughs> Bless your heart. I'll go ahead and let the next one come. Okay. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye. And drum roll, The Dark Knight is up next. As soon as the matrix allows me, you will be in. <laughs> you try again. Okay. Can you hear me now? Uh-huh. Good. Okay. Um, wow. You done had a lot of hot people on here tonight, uh, so I'm just going to try and do my thing as, 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 as only as I can do it. Um, this piece is called I Want to Write. I want to write a poem that'll move the crowd. I want to write a poem and read it out loud. I want to write a poem that'll make you proud. I want to write a poem that'll make you think. I want to write a poem that'll take you to the brink. But be careful because you'll miss it if you blink. I want to write a poem about wealth and riches, not a poem filled with hoes and bitches or about wannabe thugs turned government snitches. I just want to write a poem that I can read out loud. The kind of poem that will move the crowd. Definitely a poem that'll make you proud. I want to write a poem that'll cause you to meditate. Make you stop, pause, rewind, and even hesitate. I want to read this poem in each and every state. I need to write a poem that'll make you proud. A poem that will definitely move the toughest crowd. This poem, even you can read out loud. I want to write a poem that's the shit. I want this poem to be a smash hit. I want to write a poem that will make other poets just say, I quit. I just want to write a poem. I just want to write. I. And that's that piece. Hmm. Right, Susan. That is a hot piece. Thank you. (laughs) So... 
I was getting snapped. Okay, I was about to say, DC, I do not want you to get now. <laughs> Please shout out where you at. You can find my stuff as well as a lot of other people's stuff. I can't go through the name because there's 270 people on my site, so I'll be here all night trying to name everybody. Um, mm-hmm. On Poetic Uprising, www.poeticuprising.com. And starting July 25th from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Central Standard, which that's on a Saturday, uh, you can tune in to the Poetic Uprising Poetry Show right here on Blog Talk Radio. All right. Thank you so much. We're gonna come you back. With, thank you, babe. We're gonna come back with spicy, and I need a few moments, guys. I'm gonna play a, a serious throwback here, so I hope y'all are ready for this. All right, just mute me. Don't cut me off. Okay. All right.
All right, we're back with Topic Tuesdays. I'm your host, Ms. Poetic D, and the open mic session. 631? Yes. Ms. Yes. <laughs> what you got for us tonight? Uh, oh, good Lord. The piece is, is called the infamous glove. Right. At first, I thought it it was the was the next terrible nation, but finally the civil the civil finally the civil this has become the of truth. I realized that in my younger years, after Michael ultimately enticing, however, my Michael Peace has left the physical realm with my other kindred, other kindred to be there to check a place for rest of us. For that short moment, I will be Michael. I am, I am the King Godfather of Pop. I am showing us that, that we are not alone. So, me that have mercy. Tell me that I was the wind beneath your wings. Never did you think I fought her at any chance. She seemed you who were uh, uh, my effort, you were a hero in the music field when no one thought of uh, thought you could speak outside of this box. Some say this is a hero song that is and this is now realizing the the delicate delicate strokes that you put on one's life and sh- and share them as well. Seeing others, seeing the love you missed from others, but you change it around and get. Get it for for maybe you came down here as a star. Now we how now we see how you go back as the the king a star. 
in your own right. Always missing the, the physical claim mold that carries you in in the, the beginning. Care me through my journey. That your father always had a child yearning to to be close to you. I saw that gifted child everyone spoke of trying to emulate the very moves I saw you do. Wanted to be just like you. How friendly people thought I was cute, transcending into what I am today, which you are a, a part of, as I started to, to see things without those shades that others chose to wear. I became indigenous to the death that I would Never be grateful for that love that I thought was never far from my eye. Your first movie showed me how to be a, a flower. And it begins to well then with my personality. The, that is how men turn to Christian dance like <laughs> have mercy. Genius on Usher, Justin, and others too find themselves in motion when the male grace the ear, the ear. How friendly him. I was, I was too transcending into what I am today, which you are a part, a part of. But now I, I am grown. A lot has come over me, but but finding. The surrealness has become the truth. I realized that in my younger years, I found Michael ultimately enticing. However, my Michael face has left the physical realm with my other changes. To be there to set a place for the rest of us. For this first moment, I will be Michael. Was Michael? I am the King Godfather of Pop. I am.
and that is the piece it was dedicated to Michael Jackson. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That was a nice tribute. We got Son of Man on the line. We're going to bring you on. So I got about nine minutes left, and I got to close oh, out. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Son. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? All right. Mm. What's up, Spicy? He's going to bring you up. Keith. Okay. Hi, Son. Oh, <laughs> All right, let me, let me drop this short piece real quick since you got nine okay. minutes left. Okay. I ain't going to do that freak one for you because I'm not ready to do that yet. Here we go. I was tarnished the day I was delivered. Shout out from the woman to society's tomb, death becomes of me. No longer immortal, I step through the portal of deceit where minds no longer meet at life's crossroad. Exploding ideologies of all the ologies, please accept my apology for my studies. Learning the study of forgiveness leaves a blind spot in our rear view as we crash upon historical disasters of lessons taught by masters who happen to be learning what was taught. Degrees bought from man as we have no understanding of nature. With the belief system and saviors, we don't depend on ourselves. 90% of our brain is on the shelf where knowledge is wealth, but the 10% we use is for tithing. Law-abiding, we are still three-fifths citizens who has birthed four-fifths of history civilizations, but don't acknowledge the African nations because of our continental divide where pride is one-seventh of the deadliest sin penned by men broken down by a pope named Gregory. Committing biblical felonies, we still dance to the melodies of Islamic chants and church bells. Someone said hell was on earth. Though a man can't give birth yet, he has the permission to abort our history. The misery of weather has clouds banding together, attempting to beat us into a consciousness, but we just hear the thunder. Not knowing that the lightning is the writing as God teaches class, yet we pass on our heavenly assignments as the constellation aligns Alignment spell out the truth. We are still premature youth. Failing astrology, biology, and geology. Allowing the white man's supremacy, psychology, and mythology to logically bind us into a world of deception. But who is doing the math? That's it. Mm. That's the truth, boy. Goodness, 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 son. I don't get you on here much, but when I do, I got to act a <laughs> Look, I'm up here. <laughs> laughing my ass off, nerd talking about I'm trying to sound proper. <laughs> and ain't it messed up now, though? I had another poem where I wrote something about, you know what I'm saying, our language has turned into LOL, why corporate America is R-O-T-F-L, and, you know what I'm saying, the, the heavens are like OMG, and I'm sitting here talking about laughing my ass off, talking about lyrics. <laughs> How we so get caught up that? in computer terminology. <laughs> Did I hear you're going to try to do a show every other Thursday now? Is that true? Yeah, because um, it's too much. Um, trying know. to do what I got to do and then try to figure stuff out for the show, even though, you know, the, the show actually runs itself. But sometimes when you don't have your co-host there all the time, when you're used to having a co-host, you don't even mm-hmm. set up, uh, what do you call it, features and stuff no more because I'm not an interview-type guy. Oh, okay. That's why the other guy took control when I was on your show. Yeah, he he he's good at interviews. You know what I'm saying? Because he that that's what he does. That's what he does. Oh, okay. You know, I just like to make jokes and spit and, and mess with people. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Was fine. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for calling in. Please don't forget that track. 
Yeah. That's what's up. I ain't going to forget Lurk. I ain't forget you either, sweetheart. There it is. All right, peace out. All right. And this was every good thing. It must come to an end. This is Topic Tuesdays. Your host, Miss Poetic D. I got to sign off. I don't want to, but I got to. Next show is Saturday, and that will be the, gosh, I can't get my big That will be the 11th. Next Saturday after that, the 18th, is the one-year anniversary of Poetry After Dark. Really excited about that. So I'm looking forward to all you guys' support. Um, but, yeah, until the next time, guys, y'all be easy, peace, and blessings. Love you guys. Second time around But before you go There's something I'd like to say Everything's not worth it seems There's a stronger force behind the scenes He's in our lives every day He's like that when we go
Hey.